Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Three black beasts materialize out of thin air. Who are you, dogs? Who do you work for? Eight damage. That is 11 damage. Five puncturing damage. The dog attempts to flee, but Stripey tackles him from behind and brings him down. You look up into the sky, a familiar foreboding shape silhouetted against the stars. What? How do they know to find us? They have a magic flying black thing that goes around and looks for stuff. If that's true, it's not safe for us to travel anymore. It hasn't been for like a year. (laughs) You make your way to Booker's Ferry. Does your town have any ailments or beasts walking about? There were some packs of gnolls down south along the road. Gnolls, you say? There was a quest posted on the job board last time you were at the Sapphire Sabres. Should we go Nolan? Rest assured, the AAA team will get to the bottom of it. A small tribe of gnolls has been harassing the villagers of Hamel's Rock and travelers along the North Road. The town will pay 150 gold to anyone who can kill them or drive them off. Yeah, how, many, how has nobody done that quest yet? That seems like a really good deal. Yeah, I just, I just pulled that out of my memory, by the way. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> so we, like, we're doing the main quest, and yet we stumbled across a side quest on the route of the main quest. Like I said, I love a good BOGO. Oh, yeah. I say we take it. Shabe, is it time to go Nolan? It's a time to go Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) Get your Nolan balls out, everybody. (laughs) Let's Nol it up. We're going to rock Gnome and Noel. That's it. That's an episode name. (laughs) Rock Gnome and Noel. Knock down some Noling pins. (laughs) Wait, I don't get it. Rock and Noel? Rock and roll, rock and Noel. Rock Rock Gnome and roll. Oh, rock and Noel. I like it. I like it. It's hard to say. All right, so let's... So you set off? Yeah, let's continue on to Hamel's Rock. Yes. You travel most of the rest of the day, and as it's starting to get close to evening, and you're riding down the road, a gentle breeze carries a scent of rotting meat to your nostrils. Stripey intakes mm. a deep breath and sighs with his eyes closed. <laughs> He starts floating on the wind with his nostrils leading the <laughs> yeah, way. Exactly. As he, as he oh, waves yeah. up and down. He, he totally. just floats off from mm-hmm. us. It's like the little skunk in that... Uh, Follow that badger. That Warner Brothers cartoon. Pepe Le Pew? Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, Shaba? Shaba, do you smell that? I do, and I think Stripey likes it. What, uh, pray tell, what do you think that is? He's licking his chops. I think that's probably something dead. Mm. And Stripey likes eating things that are dead. Why don't you uh, head on over there and see if you can figure out what it is and or give uh, Stripey a snack? I will take the lead and begin to range in the direction of the rotting smell. Yes, I rolled a two. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a seven on my survival check. Hmm. All right. Well, it's not a difficult path to follow. You go a little bit off the road, and then you find that a significant portion of the grass has been trampled down, and following that leads you straight to the source Mm -hmm. of the smell, which turns out to be about two dozen hyena-headed humanoids. (gasps) Oh! Lie decaying on the ground. Dead? Oh, man. Someone took this quest. And then they took all the bodies and piled them high. No, this is perfect. All we have to do is take a picture, and then we go back and say that we did it. Ah, yes. 
We just have to get there before them. Yes, good point. Or we kill those that did the quest. Ooh, uh, before they get better. back. That's even more virtuous. And take <laughs> yeah. any claws or null, you know, fangs <laughs> that they, you know, collected mm-hmm. to show as a war trophy as proof. Actually, wait, we should do that. Why don't we just take a bunch of, you know, null fangs and claws? We can behead one of them. Mm-hmm. You can carry it, Java. We can behead one, and then we walk into the Adventurer's Guild and just roll it across the floor. <laughs> what if we walk in when the other adventurers are turning the quest in, and then they look at <laughs> us and we, like, like impossible behind their back? <laughs> just like, wait, did you? Uh, and, there, and then we get into this, like, debate, like, this argument. This would be great. There's only one way to know for sure if other adventurers did this, and that is to loot the bodies. Yes. Mm. Uh, I'd like to make an investigation check. Yes. Is this investigation? Please do. Okay. Well, that was a 19. That was a 6 for me. I make a perception check to look around the surrounding area while they're investigating. And I got a 21. Your search and your inspection leads you to believe that the bodies have pretty clearly been here for several days at this point. They show signs of a violent end with various slashes and stabs through them. There are a few broken arrow shafts still stuck in the bodies. When you search the bodies themselves, though, you don't find anything of value. So whatever they might have had seems like it's already been looted. Adventurers have been here, just as we suspected. (laughs) Well, you can't win them all, boys. Yeah, I was really surprised that that quest wasn't finished, and it was finished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) hopefully now trade routes will reopen to Booker's Ferry, and their problems will be over. Good job, guys. Well done, everyone. Another successful mission. <laughs> Wait, Shaba. I pat you both on the back. Shaba, we're not going to show up at the Sapphire Saber and try to turn in a quest that's already been turned in, are we? That seems like a terrible idea. I mean, we're going to check the job board first and see if the quest has been turned in. I'm going to decapitate one of these knolls and uh, wrap its head in some whatever, fur or spare cloth, and then put it in my pack. And then when we get back... We'll see if it's been claimed or not. Shava, this, this doesn't seem like you at all. Why the change of heart? That's something that I would do. I just want to be prepared for a gift of 150 gold from whoever the nice adventurers were. I don't think it was actually worth that much. It was. Really? Yeah, it was actually 150 gold. I have a crystal clear memory of the job board. And it was 150 gold. Why didn't we do this quest, guys? Because the Lady Restuvius quest gave us the opportunity to use a teleportation circle. Right, which let us get out of Dodge with the people that were chasing us. Right. And now we're going right back into Dodge. Mm-hmm. So, but what can you do, right? Mm. Just forge ahead. Just forge ahead. Just like you did by cutting off his head, you're forging ahead to claim the reward. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're definitely forging. Forge ahead. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. You know what? Maybe further down forging. the road, we'll come across the bodies of the adventurers who have been eaten by a large creature. Mm. Hey, you never know. And to be fair, if we just, like, ride really fast, then maybe we could beat them there. Yeah, we could overtake them. Yeah, they might not have mounts yet because they might have needed the money from the quest that we're going to take from them. That's yeah. true. I guess from the perspective of the fact that we're a company of adventurers and we're competing against other adventure groups, maybe we should be more cutthroat? I mean, somebody who took this quest, if it, was it an iron-level quest, Asla? Uh, I believe it was, uh, it was a uh, bounty, as I recall. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like a love... Okay, so it wasn't a bronze or iron or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. So, in other words, yeah, you're, you're right, Tokus. A, Just kidding. An adventuring it was party. a bronze commission. 
Oh, it was bronze. Okay, so an yeah. adventuring party of similar power level to ours may have taken on this quest. So, yeah, maybe let's ride really fast and uh, try to beat them to it. <laughs> the real thing is that we're trying to get back quickly to return the goods to Lady Restuvius. That's my, my inner motivation. And then Definitely. if we just happen to beat the other guys, hey, yeah. we're, we'll be 150 gold the richer. Yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually thinking of stealing this quest. Shavo would never do that. But I just want to, should the opportunity present itself, like I want to give us the opportunity to you be You want to give lucky. us the tools so that Aslo and I can do it. Yeah, sure, yeah. And you don't, you don't, you're not racked with the guilt. Right, exactly. <laughs> on the off chance that we stumble on some other adventurers on the road and stab them in the back and dispose of their bodies in the trenches, yeah. then it, it'll just happen that way. Do we just ask every group of adventurers while we're going back to town, like, hey, did you kill Have those you gnolls? Have you guys seen any did you kill those gnolls? <laughs> Did you kill those gnolls? Does this gnoll look familiar to you? Holding up the gnoll head. Yeah, hold up his head. We stumble into the group that uh, did kill them, and they're like, have you yeah, seen this what gnoll? of it? And then we have like a adventurer versus adventurer duel. Adventure, like like a par- showdown. Like a party duel. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, regardless of whether or not you believe in luck, I believe in making my own luck. We should take a good thing if it comes to us. That's all I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't think we could get any more shysty. <laughs> you have not seen the depths to which Aslo is willing to go to make a, make some extra cash. Uh, but yeah, that being said, I say we ride on. Yep, head in hand, we head back home. <laughs> head back home, bringing your head back home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's another hour or so of riding, and you arrive at your next stop, which is the town of Hemel's Rock. Now, this settlement seems to have sprung up around the eponymous boulder, jutting out of a pool of water in the center of the town. Mm. It's a plain gray stone, but more than twice as tall as any of the houses, and at least as wide. Wow. Are there, by any chance, any small puppet-looking creatures running around? No. Like Fraggle Rock? Yeah, I was going to say, are you thinking Fraggle Rock? (laughs) Hang on, is, is this like a tourist attraction? Is there a line for people to kiss the rock? (laughs) <laughs> like the Blarney stones. I mean, you guys know how I feel about rocks. Yeah, we know That's you true. love it. This rock must be very enticing to you. It is a large rock. I feel my lips are drawn to it for some unforeseen <laughs> force <laughs> and reason. Whenever I see a real good-looking rock, I just want just to kiss it. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a tourist attraction, but it does look like, since it's the center of the town and has water, that's where people probably go to draw their water. Oh, you should definitely wade through it, then, to get to the rock and kiss it. <laughs> Is it surrounded by water? Yep, it's got just like this pool, looks like a natural pool of water around it, with a low stone wall just kind of as a lip to keep it in, make mm. sure it stays secure. Dang, dude. Wow. And you can see a couple people here just out and about, or some drawing water there. So one could almost argue that this is like a well for the town, right? Effectively. One could almost argue that this is asking to be swum in. If swum <laughs> is the past possessive... I believe it's swammed. Swammed. <laughs> yeah. This is begging to be swammed in. <laughs> That's Bard's College right there. Um, yeah, we have, we have a really good track record when it comes to wells. So let's make sure to like just get all up in that. Definitely. <laughs> Do we talk to the people at the well first and strike up a conversation? Uh, let's just walk into it and then see what happens. Yeah, Tokus, I think you just go ahead. Far be it for me to deny you that which your heart is so set upon. Well, you see a woman just sitting at the edge and taking bucketfuls of water out. I'll sit down beside her. 
like almost like kind of too close, you know? <laughs> Good morrow, fair lady. How dost is your day? Threw <laughs> 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 an extra word there. <laughs> dust is do. Yeah. How so. do, how doth your day? How does your day? <laughs> um excuse me, fair lady. My fair lady. Yes. On real, real hot days in this town, what do people do? Just describe the scene. Let's let's say that this was like a ninety five degree day. What would people be doing right now? In this center of town so bountiful and so plentiful with water. Some of them would be drawing the water, splashing it on themselves. Uh, or drinking it, or sitting under the shade of the rock, perhaps? Would people be letting their children frolic and play in the pool? Oh, good gracious, no. No. <laughs> well, I have two children here that would love to... Uh, <laughs> please, <laughs> please, can we, Shava? Dad, can we? Please, <laughs> please, Papa. Tokus has already taken off his armor and putting on his bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> they would really love it. We're, we're just passing through town, and we thought maybe it would be a nice uh, little tourist attraction for us to have a frolic. This is the source of water for everyone here. We're, no one is allowed to enter the water. Uh, well, my children are very clean, I assure you. Or at least they will be once they're done. <laughs> um, but fair enough, I understand. So wait, nobody washes their clothes with this water? It is strictly for drinking? Well, if you need to wash something, you take the water and carry it away on your own. Wash it at your house. Wow, that seems like a lot of work, just to wash a few clothes. You have all this water right here. Where does it flow to? Does it, like, is it like a constant steady flow? Does it ever spill over the, the sides? No one's really sure how this whole thing works, actually. It's kind of what caused this town to be named after it. Has anybody ever mm. been to the top of that rock? To see, perhaps, if there's a giant hole in the middle? I'd imagine someone has. Has anyone ever swam to the bottom of the pool to see if there's a way in? Swammed. Swammed? Has anyone ever <laughs> yeah. swummed into the pool to see if there's a way in? To a secret chamber within the rock that may hold bountiful treasure? Not that I'm aware of. Well, Shaba, we just have to go to the museum. Yeah, where's the... Could you point us in the direction of the town museum, please? <laughs> Another man nearby walks up, says, You guys want to know about the rock? Yeah, we want yes. to know everything there is to know about this rock. It's the only reason we're here. We're tourists. As soon as your attention is diverted, the woman picks up her bucket and starts walking away briskly. <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting you. Take care. Um, yes, my, my little son here uh, is an, quite enamored with this rock, and he wants to know everything there is to know about it. He looks at whichever one you were referring to when you said... Tokus. <laughs> Tokus. Because Tokus is the one who loves the rock. I see the resemblance. That <laughs> <laughs> aside, the legend is that the rock fell straight out of the sky one day. No explanation at all. Whoa. Wow. Landed right on top of poor Hamill. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Sorry, this is his burial ground? That's so rude. What a way to go. It sounds like a bit of a fairy tale. You're telling me that this rock came from the sky? This is a sky rock. Well, some people say a giant threw it all the way from the Verdant Ridge. Now that I believe. <laughs> from where you are, that's like 140 miles away. Some folks say it was a dragon what dropped it. Or uh, maybe it fell off one of them ancient airships. Who knows? Mm. All that really matters is the water it brought up to the surface after it hit made this right fine place to settle. Yep. Mm. Poor Hamill, though. Am I right? I mean, that was long ago, so 
Who knows if there's even Hamill under there in the first place. He got over it by now? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> he got better. Or he got under it? <laughs> yeah, he, he got under it. Uh, is it considered good luck or good fortune to touch the rock? Well, uh, considering is how no one's allowed to go in the water. I mean, no one goes up and touches the rock either, I reckon. What if you had a skilled engineer who could, say, design a bridge or a catwalk that would encircle the rock without disrupting the water supply? Then maybe you could bring in extra revenue as a town to allow people from all across the land to come over and touch Hamill's rock. And kiss it. Passionately. Java, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to kiss the rock? It's starting to seem like Now it. that Togus points it out, it is a very good-looking rock, I have to admit. And I'm not a big rock guy, but i got to say, it's a good-looking rock. I thought that's where you and I hit it off. I thought we were both rock buddies. Like, you carve rock, I am rock, gnome. That's true. I mean, I'm used to rocks that are much bigger than this, but I have to say it's very stately. I like the shape, the texture. Aslo, you should be thinking about how to turn this profitable. Mm-hmm. We need to go to the mayor of this town and pitch him our sweet yeah. ideas. That's a good point. Well, now, I don't reckon the folks that live here would like to see their landmark defaced in that way with walkways and platforms and such up next to it. I think it's best left just the way it is. Even if it made them filthy, stinking rich? If it could do that, I suppose it might be worth it. But I I don't see many people who'd want to go up and touch a big rock. I mean, it's a nice landmark and all, but, I mean, it's just a rock. Well, I don't see many rocks that have crushed a man alive and exist to this day as his burial ground. That, my friend, is a story worth telling and a story that everybody should hear. What if you told visitors that it gave them really good luck if they kiss it? Much like it did for Hamill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what if Hamill's good luck rubbed off on them when they touched it? Sounds like you'd be getting the wrong kind of luck there. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably right. Well, if you ever change your mind... Here's our business card. We're the AAA team. Yeah. <laughs> we do all sorts of uh, architectural projects such as this, and we'd be glad to take on some extra business. So please pass this along to your mayor if you ever get the chance. Yeah, mostly managing the tourism once it starts happening. Mm-hmm. You find someone to build the bridges over to the rocks, and then once <laughs> people start flocking in... And we will take a cut of the profits. <laughs> yeah, we'll sit at the top and break in the profits, yeah. <laughs> Just let us know Give us a call Yeah, we're just consultants We don't do any of the actual hard labor We just tell you what you should do And then if it works out You pay us a lot of money You make us money, yeah Doesn't sound like much of a deal for us Well, believe me A lot of people make a lot of money being consultants I don't imagine we'll be doing anything like that anytime soon Well, life is long so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the business card from him because he basically just turned. <laughs> we us should down. go to the mayor. We gotta save those business cards. <laughs> like we just pitch them all over the place, Shabba. We gotta start saving these things. Agreed. You know we don't have infinite business cards. We gotta plant the seeds where they're most likely to grow, and I think this seed belongs under the mayor's door. Yeah. So so Tokus goes up to them and says, "Give me that." <laughs> <Takes it. laughs> and then we just leave. <laughs> 
Shabby, you're too nice. That's why we have we don't have very many business cards left. You just give them to people. Like I, I'll catch you like when we go eat at places or stay mm. at inns. You're just like giving the business cards out. Like, hey, I'm Shaba. Here's our business card. Hey, I'm Shaba. Born to Crack and Thunder, Son of Pachacolas, Adabadeo Clan, and everything. You know? <laughs> and then you're just like giving the cards away. Mm-hmm. And it's just like not very fruitful. Like, observe how Aslo does it. He waits until they have a need. Until the right opportunity. Exactly. Well, that's part of being a a good salesman is you have to create that need within the person. You have to make them realize they have it. You have to make them realize that there's something that they want but don't need, but they don't know it until you tell them, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you sell it to them. Exactly. We have to make them feel like they lack, right? That they're empty inside and that they need us. Absolutely. Which is where you come in, Tokus. You insult them and make them feel like terrible people. (laughs) And then we sweep in and say, but try this amazing product and it'll change your life. And you won't be so terrible. Yeah, and you'll be a decent person. Well, if only we had a product. Yeah, right? Mm. You need to go back to the Alchemist Guild, get into the lab and make us a product. That we can yeah. sell <laughs> across the land. Yeah, we can get get some R and D done. No, I mean I just we'll maybe... call it snake oil. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what about like a hair growth formula? And yes. then you can like pull off your wig and be like, look, this is how I used to be. And then you put the wig back on and go, now look what's happening <laughs> to me once I use this amazing product. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we should workshop. I'm not saying we need to change the name, Aslo. I'm just saying, you know, we haven't gotten a ton of business lately. How many callbacks have we gotten from our business cards? Not many. That's that's a great question. I think the answer is none. Well, there was that time <laughs> that Aslo's house got ransacked. I guess you could consider that like Technically, a, that's true. That was a house call. Yeah. That was a callback. <laughs> There's clouded. And then maybe if you count the king hiring us? Yeah, the king did maybe hear of our prowess and exploits. Yeah, but it didn't come from the business card. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, let's move on from here. Let's get off this rock. Say, guys, you know, one thing I've been meaning to do is figure out once and for all what some of these magic items do. We have some stuff that we haven't uh, quite figured out yet. Wait, what? Um, yeah, it was, it was just stuff we picked up and we weren't quite sure. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I almost want to use this on the rock, but I don't want to make anyone mad. Um, we have this chalk chunk here. Oh, I thought the chalk was for portals and viewing. I think we, like, guessed that, but I don't know if we ever actually figured it out. Where did we get the chalk chunk? This was from the sewers, as I recall. From that room. The were-rats room. Oh. Yeah. But, like, there's not a lot left of it, right? It was, like, a quarter of what it was probably originally in length. I think, maybe. Oh, I mean, it's hard to tell. A few inches long, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's small. Got some use for it. Man, when you were a kid, did you ever use sidewalk chalk and skin your knuckles? Isn't that the Ooh. worst? Because you didn't yeah. realize that it was getting so short. <laughs> Gives me Why the did you bring up that painful memory? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was thinking about it the other day. We were walking outside. We were going for a walk with my son, and there was a bunch of like drawings and sidewalk chalk, and I just like got to thinking about it, and I was like, ooh, ow, ow, ow. ow. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, let's go back to Nanept. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying we could we could test this out on the side of someone's house and see if we can see through it or something. Open a portal. Yeah, we should just real quick. We should do it on the side of your house, Aslo. But it's a viewing portal. It's not like we can't jump through it. As far well, as we know. no, but but what if we could, dude? We'd get mm. back to Nanept so much faster. We could. I don't think it does that. Let's try it. Draw a rectangle on the side of someone's house. Yeah, do it. 
actually do it, though. Oh, yeah, I do that. You vandalize a person's house. <laughs> it'll, it'll wipe off, don't worry. It's just chalk. Yeah. It'll run off in the rain. So you draw a rectangle on the wall, and you don't see anything else that happens. Huh. Does the chalk have any runes on it? No. We have not identified this chalk, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. We need to get back to Nanette so we can start identifying some stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's other stuff, too. You also had a ring, I believe. Yes. Gold ring and uh, boots on grass going around the outside. Uh, engraved. Man. Okay, let's make a beeline for home. We do it. We dress up in bumblebee costumes and form a line <laughs> and go home. <laughs> do you like some bumblebee dances? Yeah. You continue on your journey, and as you pass by Lavik's mine, you see a familiar face among the men outside. Lavik's mine! It's your good friend, oh! Nivrin. Nivrin! Hey! Dude! You're looking good? Oh, yes, it's great to see you. You can see he's, he kind of hobbles a little bit towards you. He's still treating his one leg a little gingerly. I'm still out here on account of my bad leg, but that shouldn't be much longer. A few more weeks, and I think I'll be as good as new. Nice. You know, I do that little trick where I, like, reach back behind his ear, like that trick that grandpas do, and I reach back behind his ear and snap, and then when I pull my hand away, there's a copper coin in it. I say, look what I found behind your ear, Nibrin. It's your lucky day. And I hand him the copper coin. Oh, Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you've already given me so much. I don't know how I would have made it past these last several weeks without you. Shaba, have you been working on your sleight of hand? Yeah. Most importantly, a deep sense of your self-esteem. That's what we've given you more than anything. <laughs> I mean, you paid for his, his ho- entire life for like a month. Yeah. That's true. Well, I'm just trying to keep the trend going. I mean, I probably do the trick really badly, but like, I want to give him some more <laughs> funds to get him through the rest of this these couple of weeks. Make it a, it'll be a gold coin instead of a copper coin. So it's like another month support. Yeah, I mean, we all need <laughs> stimulus every now and then, right? <laughs> yeah, so, how's business been, Nibrin? Well, the the mine's getting up and running again. It seems to be going all right. We got everything cleared out, cleaned up, and. People are back to work, but like I said, I'm out here for now. I just uh, sort out all the ores that they find and get things ready for shipping. Interesting. Wow. How's the crack of doom these days? They've built some bridges over it to close it off and make it safer for working. Good. Should be all right. Awesome. Hmm. Great news. Do you guys ever mine up things that you don't use or sell that you don't really know what it might be for? Does that stuff just get discarded? Well... This isn't a quarry, so we don't have building quality rocks here or anything, but we just discard the unused rocks or break it down for gravel somewhere. Hmm. Why do you ask, Tokus? No, I was just thinking out loud. I mean, if he ever finds anything weird, they dig up any strange ancient artifacts or something they don't know what to do with, they could give us a call. He might be worth giving a card to, Shaba. Yeah, rare earth minerals and, and such. That's true. Nibrin, do you have one of our business cards? I don't remember whether you gave him one or not. I don't either. Well, well, give him one of the new redesigned ones. The, oh, yeah, yeah. The we we had our, our logo redone. Um, we had a, hired a professional graphic designer. Here you go. Check out. Check this out. This is our business card. <laughs> uh, send us a pigeon if you need us, and we'll be right here. Oh, well, thank you, sirs. Um, I'll let you know if anything comes up. But, but does anything actually ever come up that you don't quite know what it is? Because <laughs> I know rocks. Quite a lot comes up around here. We don't generally find anything that's that out of the ordinary. It's just mine. Hmm. Well, if you do, keep us in mind. Keep us in mind. Keep us in mind. Thanks, Nibrin. Great to see you again. Yeah, glad you're doing better. Keep healing up. 
Keep looking on the bright side. Yeah. And uh, count your lucky stars that you're still topside every day. Because once you <laughs> got to go back down into that mine, boy, let me tell you, things are going to get real dark real quick. Your life's probably going to fall apart really fast, actually. <laughs> don't say that. We can't jinx him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, things have been looking up lately, thanks to you. That's good. Mm. We're glad to be of help. It's good to look up, because you never know when a giant rock's going to fall on top of you. Yeah. True. And then they, <laughs> they establish a town around you. <laughs> around your gravesite. And there'll be a memorial to your name forever. It's the best possible ending for a miner, I'd say. Being crushed by rock. Being immortalized forever. I can't think of a better way to go. For someone in your profession. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Usually when that happens to a miner, they just close off the mine and move on. <laughs> well, it should be different this time. And we'll see yeah. to it that it is. Such a fate should befall you. It should fall on you? Should yeah. Be, yeah, it should fall on you. Well, Nibrin, take care of yourself. And you too. And may the shoulder of the Ramlord always keep you safe. May Aldona watch you. I sure hope so. Guide your footsteps and bring you safely home. Okay. If you left it, if, like right there is a little creepy. <laughs> may Aldona always be watching you. <laughs> She's always watching you. <laughs> From the shrubbery. Well, take care, Nibrin. And so long. With that, we head back toward home. We do. The Damage Guild Podcast. A rat-infested cellar for your first level life. Well, boy, howdy, boys and girls. It's your old pal Chuck Scumboot, little baby brother of Rusty Scumboot, and the rootless, tootless cowboy this side of the Mississippi. Sue! You know, I was munching on a cow pie the other day. No, no not that kind of cow pie, you dingus. I'm talking about the delicious dessert. The one that's, you know, melted chocolate, sprinkled with roasted walnuts on a bed of green coconut. Yes, sir I'm getting hankering just thinking about it. Anywho, I was just sitting there, reminiscing, watching the cattle graze, thinking about what my old grandpappy used to say. He would say, Charlie, he would say, Charlie, you listen good. You never look a gift horse in the mouth, you hear? And all these years later, since he passed, old, old Chuck gets a tear in his eye. Because I sit there and I think, I, I have no idea what that means. I, listen, I looked plenty of horses straight in the mouth and it never hurt nobody. Besides, that's what I became a horse dentist for. Oh, look at old Chuck getting all sentimental-like. The point is, the only gift sweeter than a Shetland's hind molars is the gift of supporting something you love. You know, them boys down at the DGPs doing the good work, recording them dargons and dungeons games and whatnot. The least you could do is toss them a penny or two out of the old piggy bank. Head on over to patreon.com slash damageguild to ponder what you can do to help them out. While you're there, check out them sweet perks you can get for chipping in. I hear they got loads of gold nuggets, including bonus episodes and quarterly live video chats, whatever tarnation that means. Oh, Chuck's getting too old for this interwebs business. It's time this cowpoke slip on his boots, don his hat, and ride out west to find some new horses to denture. Yeah, them bicuspids ain't gonna drill themselves. Well, until next time, keep your cotton forceps close and your dental elevators closer, and enjoy the show. You 
You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. It takes you another couple of days. You pass through Lytics Cross again, and then through Knighton. Wait, wait, Knighton? Knighton? Oh, yeah, we got we know Knighton. We know somebody uh, in Knighton. Oh, we gotta stop at Knighton. <laughs> yeah, let's get some food in Knighton. Let's go to our favorite little place in Knighton. So you stop over at Olaf's Tavern. That's right. I like how it's become Olaf's Tavern. I think it had a different name originally. No, it didn't have a name, I don't think. Oh, it was a nameless tavern? Yeah. They met in a nameless tavern. Probably. Let me see. Just call it Olaf's. That's a great name for a tavern. Olaf Olans, as Aslo uh-huh. would say. <laughs> Olaf Olan. Uh. Yeah, I guess I never gave it a name, huh? Yeah. Well, you stop over at Olaf's. When he sees you walk in... His muscles tense up briefly, but he closes his eyes and takes a couple of deep breaths and says, <laughs> Welcome, travelers. What can I get for you today? It's hey, been so long. Welcome I run around the side of the bar Olaf. and clobber him with a huge hug. How have you been? I lift him off his feet and wrap him in a bear hug and shake him around a little bit <laughs> and then put him back down. I've been fine <laughs> up until now. Thank you very much. That's great. We've missed you so much, Olaf. Great to hear. You're the light of our lives, and it's been real dark without you. Tell us one of your old stories, Olaf, would you? <laughs> well, you know, there was once this group of adventurers that came in, <laughs> bought some drinks, paid for a good meal, and left. <laughs> wow. Tell us more. It's a great story. Yeah, that sounds great. And Tokus snaps his fingers and says, Olaf, I'd like four of your finest cuisine. We've, we've made some money since we've seen you last, friend. That's true. Four of your best. And we've made some reputation as well. Except I'm not paying for Stripey, but I was going to pay for the others. <laughs> We're quite renowned, as you can see. We now have steeds. And I point to Taylor, Petunia, and Ralph, which we've brought inside, clearly. <laughs> They're holding our place at our table. Yeah. <laughs> They're all sitting over there at the table. And playing a game of cards. <laughs> We're with them. Those are our steeds. We'd like you to meet them. Oh, yeah. We should, we should get them fed, too. Uh, we've told them a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> and I try not to tell anyone about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Olaf, you're still your same old funny guy, so... Just trying to stay humble. I see how it goes, Olaf. <laughs> yeah, I like the part where he pretends that he doesn't love us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite. Silly Olaf. Playing hard to get. He's the best. Yeah. Since you gave me that letter, I thought maybe things had changed, but I guess things are just the same as they always were. Oh, oh yeah, no, they have. you wrote him that letter. Yeah, I, d- I remember. It was just to, you know, apologize for him not being our friends. <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're not our friends. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of food, what is your finest meal? Is it like a honeyed pheasant, perhaps? We'd like one gnome meal plain, one hobbit meal small, one goliath meal large, one badger meal extra large. The toy, happy um, meal. A horse meal, a donkey meal, and a dog meal. <laughs> well, first off, look, we don't serve animals here. I would appreciate it. Wait, what do you mean we, you don't serve our kind? <laughs> <laughs> Are you racist against animals? Well, you're the ones that called yourself an animal just now, so that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> If you would take your horse and your donkey and your dog outside and preferably your badger too, 
Then I can get you your food. The horse and the donkey and the dog, I'll agree to. But the badger stays. The badger's one of us. Well, to be fair, Shaba, I guess Stripey could watch the other animals for us. He could make sure they stay safe. We could get him a to-go meal, Shaba. Yeah. That's true. I'll have a kid's meal for the uh, badger, please. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, for you three, um, how's a gold sound for some of our best stuff? Sounds good. Awesome. So we get a table over by the window, and I lead the animals outside, and then open the window. <laughs> And then we oh. share our meals with them. <laughs> the horses stick their heads in, Petunia and Tilly. And Ralph. And Ralph, yeah. <laughs> is it a gold total for everyone? Yeah, I mean, one gold for three or four meals is pretty expensive. I'll just take it out of party gold. How fine of food are we talking, Olaf? <laughs> What's on the menu? Is this like a three-course meal? As I recall, you don't like anything on your food, so... Um... Yeah, but these two like seasoning. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of seasoning. We got finely seasoned potatoes and turnips, and stew, mm. uh, with some beef and pheasant on mm. the side. Any lobster bisque tonight? <laughs> you know, we did just get a fresh catch of lobsters in from Nanept a couple of days mm. ago. If you'd prefer that. Yeah, I'll have that. Lobster for everyone. <laughs> I'll have some lobster bisque. All right. I can set that up. He brings out your meals. You get your nice, probably one lobster that you'll have to share. Because those mm. are a little more expensive. But finely seasoned and buttered and mm. whatever. And then oh, man. some other plain food for Tokus. Yummy. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. So, Olaf, what's the scuttle? What's the news? As far as I'm concerned, things are about the same as they always are. Mm. Good. That's a good thing. Especially in these trying times. We like the status quo. Yeah, so business is good? Can't complain? Well, I mean, except about you three. <laughs> you can complain, but nobody listen, right? Good one, Olaf. Always have me laughing. <laughs> I mean, what's the usual patron here? Like, why, why don't we fit in? You really can't see that? Why you don't fit in? <laughs> Do I have to spell it all out to you? No, I mean, I'm a rock gnome. I'm pretty oblivious to most things. <laughs> Olaf, here's, here's a better question for you. Have you seen two fellas roll through here lately? One a real tall guy wearing plate armor and another one a halfling? A real sneaky sort. Ooh, uh, yeah, a couple like that did stop by about a week ago. <gasps> what? Any idea which direction they'd come from or which they were heading? No, uh, they didn't seem much for talking. As I recall, they ate their food. Packed up and left. Hmm. Well, if they should come back again, they're our friends and we're having a little game. So here's <laughs> what I would suggest. Uh, you take their food, whatever they order, and sprinkle a little, uh, you know, poison in there. <laughs> just a dash of cyanide for flavor. As a prank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just dash of, like, scorpion venom or, you know. Just enough to give them, like, a good food poisoning. Nothing nothing lethal. We're talking, like, verge of death, maybe, but nothing beyond that. <laughs> and don't ever, don't let them know that you have ever seen us or talked to us or know us at all. That would be a really funny joke to play on them. Sounds like you've got some other not-so-close friends. Well, they're actually real close to us. Much closer than even we would like. Yeah, we're actually, uh, we're, we're headed up north, so if you just want to tell them that we went that way, that's fine, too. Just, yeah. We tell them we went just straight north, and uh, we're, we're not coming back south at all. Yep. It's the cold, icy north for us. Well, Olaf, it's great seeing you again. Yep, take it easy. <laughs> and keep that good sense of humor and that fine wit that you've got. 
<laughs> Guys, let's leave him a tip. Oh, yeah. Just double the, the price of the meal. Leave him another gold piece. Wow. A 100% tip, huh? That's, that's 100% not tip. Yeah, not <laughs> bad at all. Uh, yeah, there, were, there was exactly two gold left in party funds, so he gets all of it. Sweet. <laughs> what time of day is it by now? Probably like late afternoon. If you rode the rest of the day, you could make it back to Nanept at nightfall. Ooh, okay. Mm. All right, let's do that then. I let Taylor lap up the rest of my ale so that she has a good time bringing us home. <laughs> uh, you give him the extra gold and he's like, well, at least the one thing I can't complain about is your free spending. <laughs> <laughs> How good of friends we are, you mean, and our generosity? How about that? How about we put a positive spin on things for once? <laughs> I mean, this is like that one game I told you guys about a while ago, Grifflands, where, like, you pay people uh, in the various, like, towns and, you know, hubs and stuff. And then they fight with you. So, <laughs> it's like we're living that out. I don't know if Olaf's going to fight with us, but, like, it can't hurt for us to be on good terms with him. Right. Or better terms. He's been fighting with you since you met. Mm-hmm. Not in the way that you want him to be. Well, we plan to come back here. I think leaving a tip is good. Yeah. Even if all it lets us do is eat here. Yeah, it's probably the only reason he still lets you inside. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you finish eating and head back outside and go to Nept. Yep. Yep. Don't worry, Shaba. We'll break through to him someday. Someday we will. Just got to keep chiseling <laughs> at that marble stone, you know? You got to keep taking that ice pick to the to the glacier. That's right. Got to keep hammering out that steel. You do. For people like Olaf, that's just part and parcel of getting close to him. Probably it would take another 20 years to actually become acquaintances. Takes time. Yeah. Hey, we got to make it work. Olaf will come around eventually. <laughs> At long last, you have finally returned to the gates of Nanept. Oh. Yeah. Home sweet home. <laughs> We're finally, finally back. Sweet. <sighs> Never thought I'd see these pearly gates again. I know. <laughs> Far too <laughs> long. Pearly, pearly I run up and just start kissing the walls of the city. <laughs> filthy, filthy part of the city we're in. <laughs> Stripey starts d trying to dig a hole underneath the wall. You called it the pearly gates, but this is actually the Onyx Gate District Ooh. that you're walking through. Yeah. The opposite of that, then. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> that gets mixed up all the time. It's like the same thing. <laughs> you know, one man's pearl is another man. One gnome's pearl is another gnome's onyx, as my grandpappy always used to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nuggets of wisdom. So, um, where are you planning on going? It is evening, or actually it's probably mm. fairly late evening by the time you get back here. Let's crash it up at the pad, I think. Uh, the Guild Hall, Asla's house, or Lady Restuvius's house? The guild hall. The guild hall. Yeah, guild hall. Yeah, I'm just going to go to Lady Restuvius' well, house at this point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you do have your mounts and cart that they were pulling with all of your stuff that you have to deliver to her. Well, a lady mustn't mm. be kept waiting, must she? Yeah, is it? I mean, are we supposed to deliver it straight to her? I would assume so. Well, you're delivering it to her, yes, not to the guild. Yeah, how late are we talking? Yeah, good. that's a good question. It's probably between 9 and 10 o'clock. All right, let's just camp out mm. on her front steps so that we're there in the morning <laughs> when she wakes up. I would like to do it today to get, like, a day early uh, delivery Bonus. kind of thing, but nine or ten, I don't know. She's probably, like, hanging out in her jammies, binge-watching uh, Tiger King right now, so probably. let's go back and sleep at the uh, Guild Hall, and then we'll get up first thing tomorrow and go straight to her house. 
I can't believe you mentioned that show because remember how I told you so? I was like, oh my God, what is that? You know, like when I told her about it. I yeah. started watching it and she was like, you started without me? And I was like, you said you thought it was stupid and you were sick of everybody mentioning it. So yeah, I started it without you and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I watched all seven episodes in like three days, two or three days. Did you really? Yeah. It's classic, dude. That show is oh, nuts. Man. It's great. So crazy. And she was all indignant. Let's just turn this into a Tiger King recap podcast <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, we're a Tiger King <laughs> fan fan podcast. Oh my gosh. Fane's like, why did I even prepare an adventure for you guys tonight? Like, why do I even bother? <laughs> so you head back to Sapphire Saber. Do they have a stables? They have an interdimensional stables. <laughs> where our pets can frolic with the other pets. That would be so great. They have a stable there. Oh, yeah. okay. Sick. And it has several rather exotic animals in there alongside all the standard mm. horses. He's got 95 what? Per- oh, sorry. Do <laughs> the stables cost extra? No, it's free to remember. At least one animal a night is free. Nice. Mm. All right. We get them in there, we get park the cart, and then we pull Lady Restuvius's three items into one of our rooms so that it's not just sitting out there in the cold barn all night. I mean, we could each be responsible for one of the pieces. Each one of us. That's true. That way, if anything happens yeah. to us in our interdimensional rooms, we didn't screw up the whole mission, at least. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'll pick the gears thing for no particular reason. I will take <laughs> Arliel's uh, cra- pottery craftsmanship or whatever it is. And I will take the other thing. So you divvy up the goods? Yeah, I sleep with mine under my pillow. Just the big box. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Reminds you of, of home, sleeping on the mountain. So, yeah. while we're all supposed to be sleeping, I'm gonna roll... Oh, no. Tokus <laughs> curiosity roll. I roll 13. <laughs> a Tokus curiosity roll. You should add that as a skill to your Curiosity? My curiosity skill is a plus 12. So I got a 13. Do I resist opening the box? I mean, you haven't opened it for all this time, and you know that... Yeah, but I'm finally alone with it. Nobody else is here. (laughs) (laughs) If you deliver it already opened, you know she's probably going to be pretty angry and may rescind some or all of the reward. You know what I mean? And Hmm. so will your friends. And Aslo yeah. is going to turn his medallion Tokus side down for once. <laughs> but can I really resist a 13? I mean, I, I rolled the dice. Does this get my proficiency bonus? Don't know what that even means. You, uh, <laughs> you're going to add your will, your uh, wisdom to that. Okay. You're making, you're making a wisdom save is what you're doing. Okay, well, a wisdom save? I have a zero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, crap. <laughs> you're not that good. I mean, it's an intelligence save. No, it's a strength save. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I pass. I manage to think Resist about all the, the different temptation. avenues and all the different, yeah, like all, all the, exactly, all the different ins and outs. You manage to consider the repercussions. Yes. Then the rest of the night passes, and you head up to Lady Restuvius's manor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. First thing. Yeah, maybe we can catch brunch with her, you know? Rich people, they like to do brunch. Because yeah. they get to sleep in because they don't have to work in the morning like the rest of the working classes. <laughs> yeah, it's like elevensies, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, like a nice mimosa. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. 
Okay, well, you arrive at her manor, and a servant lets you into the front gate. Gets a couple of other servants to help unload the wagon, bring all the crates inside. Once they're set down in the entryway, he says, uh, Just a moment, if you will. He leads you off to the waiting room that you were in before. The little parlor? Yeah, the parlor. Fancy china and paintings and things. Does the first servant tip the other servants? (laughs) 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 And then they're like, oh, sweet, we can go home for the day. Awesome. Our job's done. I ask the servant before he leaves, "Uh, you wouldn't happen to have any sort of refreshment available, would you? Ah, that's the refreshment servant. I'll I'll fetch him post-haste. I'll get him in here right away. I would just like a a small spread of perhaps some scones with muffins and perhaps a Danish or two. I think that would be be acceptable. Oh, well, that would be the baked goods servant. You should have specified. (laughs) Baked goods servant! (laughs) Uh, I'll have something brought to you momentarily. Oh, and some fruit juice, please. <laughs> Wait, isn't the refreshment the fruit juice, Chava? <laughs> no, I asked for scones and danishes. Oh. That's the refreshment, but with fruit juice as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he bows himself out, and about a minute later, someone else arrives with a tray, maybe half a dozen hard rolls on it. this is for you (laughs) yummy i open up one of my pockets and just start (laughs) shoveling the tray in (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna need it your pockets stretch till they're like 10 inches wide (laughs) (laughs) thank you good sir and hand him the tray back it's not every day you get access. I'll have another, please. <laughs> Rich food like this. Ah, uh, yeah, we're out. Can we get another tray of these? Please? You know what? Wait, hold on. You take the tray back and stuff that in your pocket, too. <laughs> we seem to have misplaced that tray. Can we have another? <sighs> okay, so what do you actually do? <laughs> uh, pretend to eat them and then actually put a couple into my pocket. <laughs> Uh, I'll just eat one. Yeah, they look, they look plain. I'd like one. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty plain. A lot more so than the ones that you had last time you were here, which were nice sweets and delightful things. Is it because we asked instead of that they were given? <laughs> Why has the quality of the food gone down so much? I'd like to talk to your manager. <laughs> they left as soon as they dropped off the rolls. Dang it. And it takes about 10 more minutes before someone finally shows up again. And you see, it was the first servant who led you inside. He seems to be kind of in charge of the area. He's carrying an envelope, which he holds out to you as he bows in front of you. And you can see a seal in wax that matches the one on the scroll tubes that you delivered to the various craftsmen. And then he says, The lady has inspected the delivery, and everything appears to be in order. Bring this to the Sapphire Sabres, and they will give you your payment. She didn't want to tell us in person? Yeah, she didn't want to thank us. She is busy. But still, she didn't want to like tell us what a great job we did and how fast we did this quest and how good of condition all the items were in and stuff. <laughs> As I said, the lady is busy at the moment, and your job here is finished. So, if you would... Okay, Shaba starts crying. <laughs> Shaba, that's okay, and I, I console the back of his knee. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought we did such a good job. Just, just let it out. Shaba, you did. You did do a good job. I really thought this time we didn't screw it up, Tokus. <laughs> I, I turn to the servant and I say, 
Good sir, please, surely, for the sake of this little, little Goliath's heart, would you, would you kindly uh, put in a good word with the lady? <laughs> he immediately slams the door shut as he's falling. Shava, we got to work on your conduct. You got to hold it together. It's, no, it's okay. it's okay. I think I got a little messed up from the from the teleportation thing, and I'm only just letting it out now. I've been holding it inside. I guess it's okay. I mean, we still get paid, right? Uh, that remains to be determined. Aslo? Uh, I think so. We've got this scroll. Yeah, he, he gave you an envelope and said to oh, an envelope. turn it at the Sapphire Saber to get paid. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll be okay. Uh, I, so I guess we see ourselves out then? Wait, did you get the fruit juice? No, he was trying to lead you out until you started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> did we get that juice? No. I take a, a quick glance around the room to see if there's anything valuable laying about. <laughs> Everything? <laughs> Everything? Everything. I'll see if I can swipe the couch real quick. <laughs> uh, take one of those Fabergé eggs. I hear they're pretty expensive. Ooh, yeah. I'll take the uh, the lamp that's in the shape of like a stork. She's got like the china cabinet and paintings on the walls. Mm. I'll take the china cabinet. <laughs> Aslo resists the urge to, to steal. We're making pretty good money these days. I don't I don't need to resort to that. Well, let's go to the guild. Yes, let's go to the guild. Let's turn in this quest. Do we leave a business card inconspicuously on one of the tables? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very not inconspicuously. I actually, like, swipe everything on the table off to the floor, and then I place a business <laughs> card right in the middle of the table. Just, like, candles, sticks, and everything come crashing to the ground. Yeah, you know what? I do take the rest of those biscuits. I just dump them all into my bag. Yeah, take that, Lady Restubius. <laughs> That'll learn ya. Cold, hard biscuits. <laughs> so you have whatever was left of the five that Aslo didn't eat since he said he had mm-hmm. one. Exactly. I-, I tried one. So there's like one left. Because Stripey definitely had one. So I take that last one and I just swallow it whole. <laughs> then you start choking. <laughs> Shama! Shama! Um, yeah, we, yeah, we just head straight back to the saber. Yep. You make it to the front desk, and you see Ribbon End there, who's ready to mark your task off as complete, as always. Rib, 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 rib. Ribbon End, what great up? to see you as always. We have completed a quest. And I hold it up and kind of turn around so that to make sure anybody else in the room can see <laughs> that we're doing it. And I wave it around a little bit and then I hand it over to him. Yeah, we're all wearing our custom uh, AAA team t-shirts that we made as well, just so mm-hmm. everybody knows that we're on a team. They just have like an A on each of them and then we stand together. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It's like Alvin and the Chipmunks style. That's right. We're also wearing our customized AAA team fanny packs as well. <laughs> Very stylish yep. these days. Definitely. They're neon yellow. At least Shabba's is. And then we turn in the quest. He takes the envelope, breaks the seal, and opens it up. Says, right then, Lady Restuvius, is it? Uh, one moment, please. He pulls out a small box that he sets on top of the table, and then he flips through the big book of members until he finds your name. The Book of Names! <laughs> the Book of Names. And he says... 
Uh, this is your fifth quest, it looks like. Wow, has it been that long already? Time flies. You got a good number taking it down. You know, it might be about time to start looking at uh, aiming for a promotion sometime soon. <laughs> How do we do that? Ooh, tell me more. Well, to get a promotion, first you have to submit an application to another member who is at least two ranks above yours. But we don't know any other Sapphire Saber members. Well, you could get to know of you. So we should start making friends is what you're saying. Okay, I go over and check the job board. Is the <laughs> is the null quest still on there? Um, that's in a separate section of the building, but... Shaba, go to that section immediately. Okay, I run over to that section and look at the job board. <laughs> the null quest is no longer on the board. Okay, I run back. Ah oh, man. Guys, the null quest is gone. All right, throw out that null head in your back. Hey, can we just... <laughs> yeah, I take the null head out and, like, pretend not to let him... Realize I like put it down by my side and then I just drop it on the floor and kick it with the side of my foot underneath so it rolls underneath the table. <laughs> no one will ever know. Shava. No littering. <laughs> okay, I go over and pick it up and throw it in the trash can. <laughs> you first submit an application to someone at least two ranks higher. And you also have to pay, in your case, a 20 gold application fee. Per person? Per person. Yikes, dude. Oh, we should have been so generous with our money. Seriously, they really nickel and dime you around here. (laughs) After which, you will be given a test provided by the member to whom you submit your application. The test will be approved by three other members of equal or higher rank. Upon completion of the test, if three of the four members approve, then... You are advanced to the next rank. What happens if we don't pass? Do we get reimbursed for part of the fee? Fee is non-refundable. <sighs> Wait, so Man. there's the person that we submit it to, and then who are these other mystical three people? They are three others of the... The governing the, body? The right word. The ruling class? Three others of equal or higher rank to the one you submit the application to, and they are chosen by that person, that member. Okay, so they nominate three other people to go in with them. Okay. So I'm sure it, most of the time it works out to, I'm going to nominate the other people in my adventuring party, because it's easiest and I know them best. It's like forming a dissertation committee, basically. Right. It's a little board of directors. Got it. All right, so let's go talk to the Drake, because the Drake's... Isn't he the bartender? Or is the Drake the job board guy? The Drake is the job board guy. He's both. He's, oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. He, he, yeah. he does both. Okay, let's talk to the Drake because he knows everybody, I'll bet. Well, why doesn't Aslo talk to the Drake? Well, yeah. Oh, so do we actually like want to get paid for our quest first? Oh, yeah, yeah. We should do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up the box in front of him. These are your rewards here. I have subtracted your month's dues already. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of you. It's very convenient. Yeah, it's almost like getting taxes taken out of your paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Uncle Sam. So inside you get 45 gold and the magical ring of water walking. Oh, yeah. So there's 45 gold total, right, to divide between the three of us? So most of the reward is the magic ring. Okay. Okay. So then 15 each, and then we'll split the ring three ways. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Wow. Guess how many golds I have? 15? Dude, 15. No, I have 101 golds. That's the most golds I've ever owned in my entire life. 
Uh, you've had over a hundred before. I have. I don't recall this. Didn't we just get a bunch of plats? I just listened to it in an episode last time you were in town. You were saying you had over a hundred gold for the first wow. time. Wow! Oh yeah, that's right. So I bought the, be the second. I time. bought the piece of property outside uh, Nafton where the road splits. Mm. For a banana split stand. You also bought your horse. Yes, that's true. But aren't we pretty loaded? I thought we got some platinum pieces not too long ago. Yeah, so I have six plats, 101 golds, 55 elect, and then a non-consequential number of silver and coppers. (laughs) Yeah, so we have a lot of money. We're basically filthy rich. (laughs) Isn't this the stage of the game that we never wanted to get to? No, no, I'm being sarcastic because compared to most D&D campaigns, by fifth level, we would be, like, kitted out with magic weapons and have, like, thousands of gold and stuff like that. So <laughs> this is just for Shaba, it's a lot. I mean, we could always have something befall us where we go back to rags. Oh, yeah, let's put ideas in the DM's head about us getting robbed <laughs> and <laughs> relieved of all of our gains that we've gotten so far. Or figure out that we've been doing our tax paperwork wrong this yeah, whole time. And we, actually and we actually owe back taxes <laughs> to the tune yeah, of several hundred gold. You've been making slow but steady <laughs> upward progress mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's I like it. fine for you to have you know, 150 to 200 gold each at this point. Yeah, it feels ridiculous when you're like a fifth or sixth level character and you can buy anything or anyone in the entire game. It's just crazy. It's not realistic. You did get some pretty generous payouts from your last few adventures. Not necessarily in rewards, but in you know treasures that you found and things. Yeah. Right. So now the important question is, we have this ring of water walking. Who gets to wear it? That's a good question. Uh, Shaba, make your case. I want it to go to Taylor because I think riding a horse across water would be the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. So, so first, we need her to grow fingers. Right, yeah. Or a finger, yeah, at least. So, Tokus, you make a potion that makes her grow fingers. Mm-hmm. So she can wear the ring. All right, Tokus, what's what's your... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to need some time to make that potion, Aslo. Now, what's your pitch for why, you, oh. why the ring should go to you? Why should the ring go to me? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it should go to me. I think that Aslo is the best candidate, or potentially Shaba. Yeah, because Aslo, you're from another continent, so it would make the most sense that you want to walk across the ocean to that <laughs> continent. <laughs> so you should definitely have it. That would save me a few gold on a traveler's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, a sh- on a ship's passage, yeah. Yeah, the passage fee, so... True. Yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> Although, I would argue that there's been one time where we've had a member of the party almost drown, and that member was Tokus. Mm. So I actually vote it goes to Tokus. Yeah, Tokus, you can't swim, and you also wear heavy armor, so you should probably have the ring. That makes sense. <gasps> yeah, if we give it to you, we can go back to Hamel's Rock, and you can just walk across the water to oh! kiss it. That's great. Wait, can I water walk and then use my cacophonous cleat? seismic slam like can i stomp uh i don't think that would work on the water okay oh man Mm. i'm tempted to try it and see what happens yeah theoretically could you like jump up in the air and kip or like do a little heel click and do it or just you have to click your heels together it's because of the contact with the ground that it shakes everything yeah 
Mm. Right, so we have to freeze it first. Could I do it on ice, like really hard ice? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'd be probably. Awesome. But you might also break it, and then you'd break it and fall in. <laughs> but I wouldn't fall in because I have the water walking ring. That's ah, true. Perfect, <laughs> dude. This is a game-breaking combination. Yeah, as well, we're gonna get the band back together, and you can go on tour, and Tokus can be part of your magic show. Now we have to go to the north and grind polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> We just won D&D, guys. Yep. Okay, this is great news. We also, don't forget, we need to identify stuff. Mm. Which we, should, we should do that as well. Preferably, let's find the closest magic shop that is also separated from us by a small body of water, which Tokus can run across yes. to get to. Yeah, Tokus, don't forget to write that ring down in your character sheet. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, let's go to talk to the Drake. I think you also have the other unidentified ring. Maybe we do, Thane. Maybe we do. Well, I mean, I think Tokus had the other ring. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, the Drake. How's it going, the Drake? Can I have some more of that fire punch in the throat? Doesn't look like you need that right now. Well, what if I wanted it? It's up to you. Um, I'll just have some regular... Whatever's good. Um, we really need to jaw with you for a moment here. I've got a couple things to ask. Sure. We're looking for some guild members who are real high-level and real pushovers. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, like, the fifth-period elective course teacher that lets you pass the class with an A for doing nothing the whole semester. That's the kind of people I'm looking for of steel level or higher. <laughs> now we got a Sean sigh that time. <laughs> I was just like, did you even listen to me earlier, Shaba? We should let Aslo do the talking. He's the smooth talker. I'm just ordering my drink here, Tokus. That's all. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just saying when it comes to like quest progression, winning deals for the group, like it's Aslo, man. Feel free to jump in at any time, Aslo. I, I was going to say, as much as I love to banter with the NPCs, I've learned that I don't talk with the NPCs enough to incur roles. <laughs> I may say something here and there, but I'm never going to talk enough, long enough to actually have to use my charisma. What you're trying to say is that our ability scores are not conducive to winning over... To talking to others. Yes, well, as those exactly. are. Yes. Agreed. Well... We're all adventurers here. None of us is a pushover. And especially by the time you're steel ranked, that's a hard sell. You're not going to find anyone who'll let you advance ranks immediately. I assume that's what you're going for. We just want to apply to see if we're good enough to get to iron. We want to apply and we want to succeed. Basically what I'm trying to say is we want somebody who's fair and who's not going to like put unjust limitations on our prospects because this is a big investment for us 20 gold a piece is like a large portion of our life savings respectively and so like we don't want to waste the opportunity if someone's just going to count us off and not give us a fair shot this kind of a thing involves a lot of trust like we probably should just network and then down the line once the relationship has improved to the point where we're kind of on friendly terms with them then maybe we pop the question and say hey you know, we're thinking about taking the taking the trial. What do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I completely agree with you, Tokus. I'm just trying to... We, do, we just need to identify potential candidates. Okay. That's how you want to go about it, Shaba. Yeah, I mean, we need to find people who 
are on that level who we can talk to and forge these relationships with. There's got to be networking opportunities in within the Sapphire Saber if this is how they've structured how you advance. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you guys have happy hours around here? Got to be like a mentorship program or something. Yeah. Do you guys have like a big brother, big sister program? <laughs> or like a, like a mentor? Yeah, like a mentorship thing? Or? or like a power leveling group? Right. Do you have like a meetup group? Uh, most people just meet here in the, in the tavern. That's why I figured that Drake would be the best person to go to, because he networks with people yeah. all the time. He knows everybody. Maybe we just don't spend enough time here to, like, get to know other people of the guild. Like, we were all so excited, like me especially, so excited to be a Sapphire Saber. We haven't talked to any other Sapphire hmm. Sabers hmm. this whole time. You did meet Melindria Facewarren. The person who trained us? At first, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she like, trained you and brought you in originally. That's right. Yeah, but she's like really high up in her rank and stuff. She doesn't have time for small fries like us. So she's one step higher than what you would need. But she does qualify. And she doesn't really know you all that well anyway. But she knows how determined each of us are in our different walks of adventurehood. Mm. Maybe. Right? I mean, there was that epic moment where I failed my trial, but didn't fail. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or like the apple shooting that you did, Shaba. I'm just reminiscing now. Good times. She is the only option that you know. Although Eldrak, the Drake here, is also a high enough ranked member. Well, I figured Eldrak wouldn't sponsor us. You wouldn't sponsor us, would you, Drake? I might be able to find a test. That's really all you need. Oh. Someone to give you a test and make sure it gets done. Well, we're good at doing things. If enough people agree that it got done, then you're good to go. Hmm. Okay. Okay.